1: Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. In a world
3: of increasingly dumb news. An Adelaide alpaca has become an Instagram sensation. The monk caught shopping at Sexyland.
2: It's not clear yet how many baboons were on the loose.
3: I'd like to be able to breastfeed. Only one podcast promises to fight the stupidity.
1: News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to, with Dylan Behan.
0: Yes, hello and welcome to the 100th episode of News Fighters for April slash May 2022. I'm your host, the creator of News Fighters, Dylan Bain, the Michael Jordan of news comedy podcasts, except when... Michael Jordan was like a baseball player, not a basketballer. Anyways, Newsfighters started all the way back in February 2019 as a foolhardy pipe dream hobby done mostly for my own enjoyment. And look at us now. We're a fully fledged foolhardy pipe dream hobby with 100 episodes. Now, I'm releasing this episode early on our Patreon uh, before the federal election uh, in April and then releasing it on our free feed after the election. So, um... Congratulations slash commiserations to Anthony Albanese slash Scott Morrison on your win slash loss slash draw slash eternally hung parliament. Now, I was thinking about what would be the best way to celebrate Newsfighter's 100th episode, and I decided I... Can't afford to do that. So, instead, I've cobbled together a 100th episode best of clips show of some of my favorite bits from the past three years. It's mostly chronological. Starts out in 2019 with the Black Summer bushfires and the federal election. Then we talk about that COVID thing. Don't know if you remember that. And then we end with uh, my mate Stefan and some of his best year-in-review showbiz jokes. And just a reminder, you can watch this whole package uh, on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash newsfighters if you want to see all the hilarious clips. And I'll put a link in the show notes and stick around because at the end a bunch of my famous celebrity friends have sent in congratulatory messages wishing news fighters a happy 100th episode and you'll be surprised to see who i paid sorry talked into appearing but first let's start by casting our mind all the way back to november 2019 and episode 28 and let's see what was in the news headlines then Good evening. There is an extraordinary bushfire crisis.
1: Very dangerous bushfire crisis. The bushfire crisis. Bushfire crisis. Bushfire crisis. Bushfire crisis. Bushfire crisis. crisis.
2: Rob Thomas is in Australia and on Sunrise this morning. Yes, thanks for that,
0: Koshy. So, what was Rob Thomas's take on the appalling bushfire weather conditions? not to be outdone, Nines Today Extra was following the other huge news event. Also making news, the conspiracy theory that
2: climate change activist Greta Thunberg is a time traveller.
0: Yes, and we have exclusive audio of Greta Thunberg's reaction to the quality of journalism on show at nine lately. How dare you! Yes, the nationwide rural bushfires have even impacted the inner cities with Sydney covered in a thick hazardous smoke haze for several days. In some Sydney suburbs, the
1: air quality was almost ten times worse than Beijing this morning. The weather in China always smoke like
0: this. Cool, well at least Australia is starting to resemble a world economic superpower in one way. Meanwhile, the Greens secondly his favourite Israel, Israel Falao knew the cause of the bushfires for sure. Gay marriage.
3: Former wallaby Israel Falao has delivered another shocking, explosive sermon claiming Australia's drought and deadly bushfires are God's revenge for same-sex marriage and abortion.
0: These bushfires, these droughts, all these things have come in a short period of time. You think it's a coincidence or not? Hang on, what was he again? Former wallaby Israel Falao. Former wallaby? I didn't think Christians believed in evolution. Now, Prime Minister Scott Morrison is back from his mysterious break to an unknown destination.
1: The Prime Minister's office has refused to reveal details of where Mr Morrison has gone and when he'll be back. Yes, it turns out Scott Morrison was actually on holidays
0: uh, with his family in Hawaii and he copped a lot of criticism for choosing to be away while our country is literally on fire fire.
1: Scott Morrison
0: apologises for
1: holidaying in Hawaii with his family, while other families faced catastrophic conditions.
3: You know, whether it's on a Friday afternoon yep. and you decided to take that extra plumbing contract and you said you were going to pick up the kids or something at, at my level. I
0: mean, these are the, these are the these are things you juggle as parents. Get- hmm, interesting mixed metaphor from Scott Morrison there. Not sure if he thinks Australia is just some kids he can abandon or a blocked toilet he doesn't want to look at. But while he was away, his deputy and acting prime minister, Michael McCormack, had some big climate change denying shoes to fill.
2: Uh, There's been uh, a lot of hysteria uh, around uh, climate change. Climate change isn't the only factor that has caused these fires. There's been dry lightning strikes. There's been uh, uh, self-combusting
0: piles of manure. Yes, and right on cue, the leader of the Pile of Manure Coalition returned and gave a press conference at the New South Wales Rural Fire Service headquarters. But it did sound like he was kind of thanking himself. I want to thank those who've come from overseas. Yeah, and all in all, it sounded like the Prime Minister of Australia, the leader of the country didn't even realise why he was expected to be here during this unprecedented bushfire crisis.
3: Um, but equally, I'd note that I'm not the operational leader of an emergency service
0: or police force. I'm the Prime Minister. I'm not going to stand there and hold a hose. I'm not a trained firefighter. Yeah, look, I can only imagine what this guy would be like at a barbecue at your house. Oh, I'd like to cook the sausages, but I'm not a trained chef. I'm, I'm not one to be at the end of a set of tongs. But in the end, uh, Scott said as a country... It was time for us to move on and be nicer and be kinder, mostly to him.
3: The time for that discussion is over. Uh, We need to focus on what's going on out there today. And let me finish by simply saying this. It's time to be kind to each other.
0: Yes, we all need to be kinder to each other. I wholeheartedly agree. Let me start Dear Scott Morrison, kind sir, would you kindly oblige yourself to resign immediately and kindly let someone else lead the country who actually wants to be here and doesn't treat Australia as if it's
2: made up of... Self-combusting piles of manure
0: Born in Melbourne in 1957, Bill Shorten first gained national attention as a union leader attending the Beaconsfield Mine Rescue in 2006, something he hasn't stopped talking about since.
2: As a union leader at the Beaconsfield Mine Tragedy. The Beaconsfield Mine Collapse at the Beaconsfield Mine Tragedy.
0: A dedicated husband and father. I'm a husband, I'm a father. He married Chloe Bryce in 2009. Well,
2: I'm like all Aussie men, I punch above my weight. Yeah.
0: And together they had one child. Captain Get Up.
2: Bill Shorten is my father. What's
0: going on? When it comes to food, Bill Shorten loves his Vegemite on toast.
2: Vegemite toast, the breakfast of champions. Vegemite on toast. <laughs> yeah, like it a bit of sourdough. Except when he says he loves peanut butter. Peanut butter or Vegemite. Peanut butter. He also loves Big Macs. And They had 10 Big Macs a day. Yes, there's a cost to not eating the Big Macs. Almost
0: as much as he loves talking to voters about lettuce. What's your favourite type of lettuce? Bill Shorten knows only to swear when absolutely necessary, like at the Daily Telegraph. That they play gotcha shit about your life story. Or at his Liberal opponents.
2: They've had enough of the cuts. Or when
0: he just can't get a meat
2: pie. Bill Shorten come in my shop um, asking um, Boss Castle Pie, but... I say too sorry, is sold out. He turned around, here in the corner, they say F word.
0: His soaring rhetoric is also perfect for explaining complex economic policy.
2: If I stop giving someone who's wealthy some money, we're stopping giving them some money.
0: And in defining his personality and leadership, Bill Shorten knows exactly what he doesn't wanna be.
2: I'm not a lone ranger, I'm not gonna be a messiah. At least I'm not a homophobe. I don't wanna be the fashion police.
0: And after five long years of being opposition leader, Bill Shorten is finally gaining recognition amongst the electorate.
2: I thought that John... Uh, Bill Shorten. My question is to Mr. Morris... No, not Mr. Morris.
0: Mr. Shorten. And he's also gained the same level of recognition amongst famous showbiz personalities, like Sophie Monk. Who, who do you think I'm it is, right? so? I don't know. It's Bill Shorten. No! <laughs> and after a brutal election campaign, Bill announces... Australia is at that crossroads. Crossroads. And if he is elected Prime Minister, Bill Shorten has a lofty agenda that many say he won't fulfil.
2: If I'm Prime Minister, I will adhere to the law of the land.
0: Ahead in the polls, his overflowing confidence has been on display all year
2: this election's yours for the taking isn't it uh, no i um do you know that well, late- the polls suggest it is well and that trademark confidence well has now been put into a
0: classic labor campaign song
4: Well,
2: so on may 18 when you vote remember straight or is it that crosswords
0: Now, September, of course, brought a Scott Morrison's official state visit to America. And he brought along Sky News' Paul Murray, who scored a huge interview with the soon-to-be impeached President Donald Trump.
2: A Sky News exclusive. Mr. President, how are you? Paul Murray, lovely to meet you, sir. He's got plenty to say about Australia. Don't miss a special Sky News exclusive.
0: My God, what an exclusive. Let's look at some of the... Hard hitting questions contained in Murray Trump.
2: Mr. President, how are you? What do you want to say to your many Australian supporters? When are you coming to Australia? What's the best thing you've ever ordered from the kitchen downstairs? Thank Mr. President, thank you, sir. Head honour, thank you. Of course, there was one person Scott Morrison couldn't
0: bring to his fancy White House state dinner, and that was his pastor, the founder of Hillsong, Brian Houston, which ScoMo then wouldn't even answer any questions about.
3: I don't comment on gossip, honestly. <laughs> That's not true.
0: Yeah, it's all gossip. Did you actually put a request in for him to... I don't to comment
3: come? on gossip of stories about other stories. Does that mean it's not true, though? It means it's gossip.
0: What but
3: not true? It means it's gossip. But not true? I think I've answered the question.
0: No, you didn't. Geez, Scott, you would have been an absolutely hopeless contestant on Family Feud.
3: Now, a survey question today, name a place teenagers go to kiss. <laughs> I don't comment on gossip. I think I've answered the question.
0: Rob dressed by Tony Ballard, Rob shoes by John Karen Also on the topic of nonsensical sound bites, I'm pretty sure Scott Morrison lost a drunken bet to be the first Prime Minister to do an impersonation of Borat on the floor of the House of Representatives.
3: I know what Borat would think of the po- Labor Party's policies on emissions reduction, Mr. Speaker. Very nice. Very nice.
0: <laughs> and I mean, it turns out Skomo and Borat actually aren't that dissimilar in terms of policy ideas.
2: So what that means,
4: this feminism?
2: What is the problem being a racist? I am a racist, and that's nice that Donald Trump, he keep the Mexican children in cages. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) High five.
0: Okay, moving on to February. And of course, it was around this time that we really started to hear about what would wind up being the biggest and most important news story of 2020.
1: We're going to go straight to Charlotte Goodlett in Sydney now where a story
2: is just starting to break. Charlotte, baboons have escaped a medical research facility. A
3: troop of baboons on the loose. Baboons on the loose. Baboons on the loose tonight.
2: Baboons on the loose. It's not clear yet how many baboons were on the loose
0: remarkable. Oh, but it wasn't just baboons on the loose. It turned out there was another dumb ape who was also let loose in February.
1: US President Donald Trump has been acquitted of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Just the third ever impeachment trial of a US president has come to a close in Washington. Yeah.
0: Remember when Trump was impeached and then acquitted and then he wound up losing his re-election to Joe Biden? And remember when we thought that That the U.S. election would be the biggest news story of 2020? Oh, no, it wasn't. Uh, What was the biggest news story of 2020, Cardi B?
4: Coronavirus!
1: Coronavirus!
4: I'm telling you, shit is real! Shit is getting real. Is this coronavirus shit going to be like a couple of weeks type of shit or it's going to be a couple of months type of shit? Let me know so I can start motherfucking racking up on foods and Montclairs so a bitch can move to motherfucking Antarctica, bitch.
0: Yes, I can't get enough of watching Cardi B freaking out about coronavirus. For us Aussies, however, it was something we were a little less fussed about.
4: Are you a little worried about the coronavirus? A little bit. Tell me what your concerns are. That I'm going to get it?
0: Even Aussie travellers flying in to face 14 days quarantine managed to look on the bright side at the time.
4: Yeah, just going to lock myself in and just um, punch some cones for a couple of days. (laughs) How are you going to spend the next two weeks, I guess? Thanks for
2: being
0: We can't disclose all of it. And even on the day all the pubs closed back in March, this Sydney cider was completely nonplussed.
2: In Darlinghurst, last drink at the Courthouse Hotel.
0: Bottle shops are open, I'll be fine, I've got two fridges. I love it. During 2020, Americans were all like... I'll die before I give up my freedom. While Aussies were like... I'll be fine, I've got two fridges. First up, the biggest story in Australian earthquakes this week.
3: Tonight, one of the largest earthquakes in years.
2: The biggest earthquake in southeast Australia's history. Victoria experienced its strongest ever earthquake. The strongest earthquake on record hits Victoria. But how powerful was it?
0: So powerful it shook the earth. That's literally all earthquakes do. That's like saying a cyclone was so strong it blew wind. Anyways, this earthquake seemed to have the power of camouflage because many people didn't even realise it was an earthquake.
2: We just thought it was a tram going past. I thought it was a truck initially going by. I
0: wasn't sure. I thought the neighbours upstairs were doing a, you know, a high-intensity workout.
1: She was
4: in bed and she thought the dog was shaking the bed.
0: Eyewitnesses reported some damage.
1: There was a homeware store that lost a piece of brick out of its wall. And only two things fell off shelves. Pictures didn't
0: fall off the walls, but uh, you you knew something was going on. The kitchen drawers were all open up afterwards. Well, my God, I hope your insurance policy covers kitchen drawers opening. Not quite sure how you'll repair that one. The earthquake was even felt all the way up here in Sydney.
3: From Sydney to the central coast, the impact felt far and wide. Evacuations and cracking in high rises.
0: Cracking in Sydney high rise apartment blocks. That's normally only ever caused by gravity or a light breeze. The earthquake damage in Melbourne appeared to be very widespread. Across one building. The wall above a Chapel Street burger shop was one of the most significant quake casualties. The magnitude
2: 5.9 quake taking a wall to the ground at Betty's Burgers. Advertising
1: classic shakes. Betty's Burgers was served an almighty rumble.
3: Betty's Burgers
0: Chapel Street, known
3: for their authentic shakes, perhaps
0: not like today's. Look, seriously though, jokes aside, Melbourne has been through a lot lately and uh, there mightn't have been much physical damage done by the earthquake but i feel the emotional impact could last for months to come
4: quite sad really
2: um wondering when i'll be getting my burgers it might be a while now but
0: away from natural disasters and towards uh, man-made ones uh, the federal government's vaccine rollout was a massive uh, uh, uh
2: what was it bill shorten so let me just say for the record as a politician the vaccine rollout in australia is a shit show patricia It is just a mess. Yeah, and I mean, Bill Shorten would know a shit show when he sees one. After
0: all, he lost the 2019 election to Scott Morrison. Yes, and the lack of vaccine supply ordered by the federal government led to months and months of lockdowns all around Australia during 2021, largely thanks to this guy. Um, As uh, Brendan Murphy said yesterday, uh, this is not a race.
3: As Brendan said, it's not a race. But it's not a race, it's not a competition. It's about the health and safety of Australians.
0: Yes, that was Scott Morrison in uh, March, and it turned out it uh, did turn into a race One we reversed Stephen bradbury as we went from one of the first countries in the world to last, having to endure months of lockdowns while we all waited to get jabbed. But our dear leader, Scott Morrison, uh, refused to accept any blame for this, instead saying, But I I can't stress enough that the major frustration
3: here is the virus. That is the major thing working against Australia.
0: The reason we've got a lockdown is because of a pandemic and a virus. Thanks, genius. So you can copy Scott Morrison's logic there. Next time you forget to buy enough sunscreen and you get massively sunburned at the beach, don't forget, it's all the sun's fault. Of course, the real big news
1: story this week was... The sluggish start to Australia's vaccine rollout could have been avoided after shock emails suggested the federal government delayed key meetings with Pfizer.
2: Pfizer invited Health Minister Greg Hunt to discuss its vaccine with senior global executives. The invitation was declined. To be fair, Greg Hunt
0: isn't well known for being very good with technology.
3: The Twitter account of Health Minister Greg Hunt liked a pornographic tweet just after five o'clock this morning.
0: But don't worry. Scott Morrison assures us that he did everything he could to get more vaccines earlier. The Prime Minister was pressed about what efforts he went to to get more vaccines. Oh, every effort that we could. When asked what efforts were taken. No, I've answered the question. Well, I'm certainly convinced. Good job, everyone. And happy 12th week of lockdown to you, Prime Minister. Of course, you can trust Scott Morrison on vaccines. He knows the names of all of them. Do we have enough of the Pfizer to go around?
3: Well, it's not just Pfizer. There's, there's the AstraZeneca vaccine, there's the
0: Pfizer vaccine. And- what? You already said Pfizer. It's a bit like saying uh, for dinner we're having vegetables and potatoes. Morrison also can't count percentages. We've gone past the halfway mark, 40% double-dosed. F- sorry, what? Last time I checked, 40% is not more than half. No wonder these guys are so bad at running the economy, they can't even count. First up, it's a special day because today marks the end of Melbourne's sixth lockdown.
1: Now, excited Melburnians are counting down to midnight for the start of Freedom Friday. The countdown to Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday.
0: Yes, Freedom Friday. Of course, they had to do everything a bit more formally than us up here in Sydney, where we just called it...
2: This morning, Freedom Day in Sydney. Finally, Freedom Day has arrived.
1: Yes, so excited. hip hooray, it's a Freedom Day.
2: But of course,
0: there was one place everyone wanted to head to on freedom day
1: as the clock struck midnight sydney's pub doors were thrown open
0: in
2: fact every man and his dog is here at the pub today enjoying wow. the atmosphere this is
0: probably the best day of my life i want to be honest but
4: the best day of your life it's good to be back is it good to be back bloody yeah it feels very good yeah very very boring sitting at home drinking all the time and like i have no idea but i'm excited to be here but whoa
0: and if you're wondering why everyone's going to the pub well supposedly it tastes better coming out of a dirty tap this tastes Better on tap, so good to be back. A beer on tap. It just tastes better. Ah, yes. Great to be out of lockdown. Sorry, what? $11 for a schooner? I think I'll just get a six-pack and go sit in the park again like I did for the last few weeks. That That was much cheaper. Yes, but it wasn't just the schooner glassware. People are excited for. Cafes,
4: pubs, clubs, restaurants are all open again, serving people inside. They're finally able to sit down and eat off ceramic plates again. Yes, that's right. A hundred
0: days without ceramic plates. And don't I know it. This whole lockdown, I was eating uh, with my hands out of a hole in the ground. And then this week on October the 18th, when we finally reached 80% double dose vaccinated, finally... Sydney Ciders got their culture back.
3: Fully vaccinated Sydney Ciders finally able to savour a sip standing
0: up.
2: I think it's really a big part of Australian culture to be able to stand up at a bar and have a beer.
0: Yes, a part of Australian culture. France is known for its fashion, Italy for its Renaissance art, Denmark for its architecture and design, and, you know, in Australia, we're the home of drinking standing up. Put that on our tourist brochures for our next... Uh, Tourism Australia campaign. You want culture? Come to Australia, the home of drinking, standing up. What's that? You want to see the Opera House of the Great Barrier Reef? Nah, overrated, mate. Have you tried standing and drinking a VB? That's real Aussie culture right there. Meanwhile, the new New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet couldn't even get his head or tongue around the fact that pubs were reopening.
3: Uh, he's just not um, opening for the,
0: uh, for the time since the pan- uh, we've been closed during lockdown. Speaking of state premiers, Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan sent his congratulations to us in New South Wales on us uh, finally opening up after 100 days in lockdown.
3: They're all getting excited about having a haircut and drinking a beer, whereas we've been able to have haircuts and drink beers uh, for
0: a long period of time. Jeez, this guy. Can you imagine what kind of a condolence card Mark McGowan would write? Sorry, your wife died. Not sure why you're talking about it, though. My wife is still alive, and we can go to the pub and get haircuts whenever we like. But anyways, I'm not going to let the Omicron variant and the stupid, bad government response get in the way of me making you an uplifting Christmas video. Here it is. Enjoy. My simple message to Australians is to go about
3: your lives... Enjoy the summer.
2: There's been a shocking surge in COVID cases in New South Wales. The state recording more than 3,000 new cases. That's more than quadrupled in seven days. Cases in Queensland are doubling nearly every 48 hours. And
3: we've got to treat Australians like adults. The Lunar Electric Music Festival this afternoon was cancelled by public health order deemed too risky. This is all about taking personal responsibility and the people of New South Wales are doing just that. Testing clinics
2: are buckling under the strain. With some people waiting for up to eight hours. cars being turned
1: away and told the clinic was out of
2: swabs. It's only been open a half an hour and they said they're closed for
3: the day. At the end of the day, our own health is our own responsibility.
1: Getting your hands on a rapid antigen test is getting more difficult by the day.
3: As concerns grow, there
1: won't be enough to last the rest of summer.
3: Booster shots are so important. The reality is we just can't get more boosters into arms uh, because we don't have the capacity. What's key
4: to us as well is personal responsibility.
1: The New South Wales government has warned that the state could face up to 25,000 cases a day. The daunting prediction comes on the day that restrictions were lifted on the unvaccinated and most mask mandates were scrapped.
2: Case numbers could reach a staggering 200,000
3: a day by late January. We need to learn to live alongside the virus. The growing threat of becoming a close contact and having to isolate over Christmas, deterring people from going out.
4: Bookings have been down probably um, 50 to 60%. If
3: you feel uncomfortable about going out in other public spaces, well, you can choose to stay home. 1,400 health staff are out of action, either with COVID or exposed to it. Surging Omicron will overwhelm the health system on the current projections. But what's important is we just keep going forward. We're living with it. Merry Christmas, Australia.
4: Hello, I'm Stefan Pazza, and welcome to my look back at the year in arts and culture in 2020. When 2020 started, nobody ever knew it would be the worst year ever, all because Taylor Swift released two new albums. Also in TV, the new streaming service Disney Plus launched is like Netflix, but instead of The Crown, they have Darkwing Duck. (laughs) Also, Disney Plus has a Star Wars show called The Mandalorian, which set the internet alight with the Baby Yoda featured in it. Mmm, yes, where's my big daddy, Scott Morrison? Cashing in, Disney has already announced three new shows, Baby Baby Yoda, Fetus Yoda, and Baby Muppet Babies also get ready for the new movie American pie the dago bar years in which teenage Yoda tries to have sex with a swamp slug also in movies a bunch of broke strippers got their revenge in the blockbuster hit hustlers which was totally unrealistic because in that movie the police listened to the victims and didn't just yell at them to get out of their police station and put some bloody pants on and also in music news it is rocker Brian Adams tested positive for COVID twice in one month, causing him to cancel his up-and-coming appearances down at the local Toyota dealership and karaoke bar. In good news, at least some people were spared having to listen to the music of Brian Adams for 14 days. In video game news, one of the biggest new games to become popular during the lockdown was Animal Crossing New Horizons on Nintendo. In it, you design an island and invite your friends over to visit and play. No thanks, I saw what happened when Jeffrey Epstein did this and it did not end well. Finally, in video games, the biggest independent game of the year was called Untitled Goose Game. There's already talk of Hollywood making a movie adaption starring Scarlett Johansson wearing gooseface. I don't know about you, but if I wanted to watch a dumb, loud goose terrorising a quaint British village, I could have just watched the UK election campaign. Please
2: leave my town. I will very soon.
0: Yes, Stefan Pazur there, capping off our uh, best of cobbled together clip show with some of his year in review showbiz jokes. Stefan, always great to have you on the show. And now, uh, for those of you who've stuck around, it's time um, for a uh, celebrity well wishes. I reached out to uh, some of my celebrity friends. You know, I've worked in the TV and comedy industry for a long time. And I reached out to some of my celebrity friends and I said, oi. Send me a congratulatory message. I've made a hundred episodes of News Fighters. Get your, get get you, get on the mic and wish us a happy hundredth episode. And and they did. So here we go with celebrity hundredth episode well wishes. And
2: first up, it's Dan Illich from Irrational Fear. Congratulations, Dylan B. Han, on reaching one hundred episodes of News Fighters. Gosh. It only seems like 10 minutes ago you actually started Newsfighters. It took Irrational Fear. Ooh, 10 years to hit, hit 100 episodes? So well done to you. You're an absolute inspiration. Thank you for making Newsfighters. It is an incredible resource for anyone that works in satire in Australia. We all listen to it, so we can steal jokes from it. Oh, and also, you know it's actually good for our souls, because if you didn't laugh, you'd cry. Thanks for making us
4: laugh, Dylan. Ah, yes, hello there. Boris Johnson here, Prime Minister of your mother country, and I'm here to wish a happy 100th episode celebration to the News Fighters podcast. Wow, 100 episodes. Why, that's almost as many episodes as I have children, I think. Anyway, I have to run now and hide in this refrigerator. Goodbye.
0: Hi, President Joe Biden here. Happy 100th episode to your News Fighters podcast. Uh, It's almost as old as me, (laughs) and I'm old. Uh, What's a podcast?
3: News Fighters is the greatest podcast in the history of the United States All the other podcasts are made by lame, low-energy losers Newsfighters, congratulations on your 100th episode from The Donald Or as they call me on Fox News, The Incredible Hunk
0: yeah, Hello, it's former Prime Minister John Howard here And my chef told me to say Happy 100th episode to News Fighters podcast 100? Shouldn't you be celebrating in 110? You know, you got to add 10% onto everything You know, like the GST Remember when I put the prices of everything up by 10% And then invaded Iraq? Anyways,
2: bye Hello, bye day Michael Kate. Not a lot of people know this, but the Newsfighters podcast celebrating 100 episodes. Bloody well done, Governor. Hello, President Obama here. Now listen, you. Stop calling me.
0: Dylan, it's on you. I tell my friends, listen to Newsfighters. Congratulations
3: on your 100th episode. You listen to other podcasts? Stop it. It's bad for you.
0: Listen to Newsfighters. Come on, do it. Yes, a big thank you to all my celebrity friends for sending in those great well wishes. And a specific thanks goes out to Dan Illich and uh, the mystery man himself, Chris McGrane, who managed to track down some of those celebrities for me. Good job, mate. And a big thank you to you for listening uh, for the last 100 episodes. If you want to go back and listen to the past 100 episodes, they're all on your podcasting apps. Hit subscribe and follow. And over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com newsfighters, where I've also set up a Best of Newsfighters playlist, which has got some of our... uh, More timeless and more uh, popular segments for you to uh, enjoy uh, whenever you so want to. And also a big thank you to all my Patreon supporters uh, for helping make this possible. If you want to support the show and get early ad-free and monthly bonus episodes, jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. Or you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters. And just a reminder, you can sign up for our free email newsletter to keep up to date of everything that's happening here at newsfighters.com. That's it. We're completely out of time. We're going to be back after the election with fortnightly episodes. So keep fighting and bye for now. This
1: is Newsfighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to.
0: Ah, what's a podcast?